Good morning. Today is Tuesday, August the 15th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the third quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Ephesians. And today we continue studying lesson number eight. The reading for today is called Unity Building, Grace-Filled Speech. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you once again for the blessings you continue to pour out on us day after day. We thank you for your care and your love. We thank you for the greatest gift of Jesus that you gave us. Thank you for that. This morning we're studying the Bible study guide, and we ask you to send us your Holy Spirit. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's reading begins with a question. Which of Paul's words of counsel with regard to the use of speech among believers is the most important to you just now? Why? Ephesians 4, 25 through 29. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of an, we are members one of other. Be angry, do not sin, do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as, in, as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So the question is, what of, of Paul's words of counsel with regard to speech, what is the most important to you just now? And so every one of us is going to have a different uh, thing that's important. Notice what are the parts of speech that Paul is talking. Having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. And then let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only as such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And so this is an important thing because these are words that Paul is speaking to us individually. What is my responsibility? My responsibility is to put away falsehood. Make sure that as I talk, I only you speak truth. I speak truth to all those around me. I do not try to deceive. It says speak the truth with his neighbor. I don't try to deceive. I don't try to lead people astray. I speak the truth. And that is very, very important for us to do. Also, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, only as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may grieve, that it may give grace to those who hear. We have to lift up people. We have to um, uh, get people where they are, because every one of us, every single one of us is uh, is human. We all make mistakes. And so we need to get people, encourage them, lift them up, point them to the positive things of Christ and help them. It's very, very important for us to be able to do that with others. You know, it does. It, I, I want to point something out. It doesn't say that we should do this only to those who are are kind to us, only to those who are nice to us, only to those who, who speak well of us. 
only to those who are our friends. We need to do this to everyone. So if someone does something wrong to you, if someone speaks ill of you, you need to speak well of them. You need to uh, put them uh, in, uh, use the golden rule with them. Think to yourself, what would I like in, in, in that situation? What would, how would I like someone else to treat me if I had made a mistake? How would I like that? And so we need to do that to others. We need to put our ourselves in the place of other people and use our words to uplift, to uh, bring people up. You know, there's that old thing that my mom told me when I was little. If you have nothing to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And I think those are good words of wisdom. We need to use our words to speak well of people, to lift people up, to encourage people. That's what we have to do. Even if, even if they're not our friends, even if they speak bad about us, even if they, even if they are our enemies, you know, Jesus says, pray for, the, pray for those who despitefully use you. And so we have to do that. That is what God wants us as Christians to do for other people. Paul repeatedly uses an interesting structure in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 25 through 32, which is illustrated by Ephesians 4:25. A negative command such as putting away lying and a positive command next to such as let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor. And then a rationale, for we are members of one another, which seems to mean because we are members of one body and so related to one another as part of that one body. Paul's extortion to speak truth is not an invitation to comfort other church members with tactless resuscitation of facts. Paul alludes to Zechariah 8.16, which exhorts speaking the truth as a way to fostering peace. Since in Ephesians 4.31, Paul banishes anger and angry speech, his words in Ephesians 4.26 provide no permission to exercise anger within the congregation. Rather, Paul concedes the possibility of anger while limiting its expression with the sense, should you become angry, do not allow it to bear fruit in full-blown sin. Paul appears to interrupt his theme of speech with a negative command about thieves. Let the thief no longer steal. Positively, the thief is to labor, doing honest work with his own hands, based on the rationale so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Perhaps Paul includes this word about thieves here because of the connection between theft and deceptive speech, as illustrated by the story of Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 5, 1-11. Paul's faith in Christ's transforming power is so strong that he envisions thieves becoming benefactors. Paul then commands, Let no corrupt word proceed from your mouth, which describes a destructive word, making it seemingly unstoppable way towards the lips to do its damaging word work. Positively, Paul imagines any negative expression not being just stopped, but replaced by a statement that exhibits three criteria. First, it is good for building up. Second, it fits the occasion. And third, it gives grace to those who hear. If only all our words could be like that. Let us pray. Father, we ask you to help us 
that all our words can be like that. That all our words can use those three things that Paul wants us to have. We want to follow you and we want to serve you and we want to use our words to build up others and not to tear them down. Lord, help us to build up others. Help us to build my, up our brothers, our sisters, our weaker brothers, our weaker sisters who are struggling and who may be um, having a difficult time. Help us instead of, of, of bringing them down and say, why aren't you living up to God's standards? Help us to lift them up and encourage them and help them to, to love you and surrender to you. Lord, Be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us. Protect us from any harm. Keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. We encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we continue to study this Bible study guide on the book of Ephesians. Thank you for being with us. God bless you.